come of a word from heaven today for you in this second service. I'm telling you that what have sealed you up, up has not been permanent. That there has been a blockage for you has not been permanent. Because Jesus is walking over to you. I come to you not of just uh, scripture this morning. I come of you from a message in the scripture. I want you to know that God is going to bring the breakthrough. God is going to bring the deliverance. God is going to bring the, that that He said He will. And as I was standing there at the bottom, the Lord said to me, He's going to take the ashes. He's going to turn it to beauty. And that what man thought they're going to seal up, God has set up for His glory, for His praise, for Him and him and Himself and Himself alone. And the scripture that just God took me to is John chapter number 11 quickly. And I want to just preach prophetically for you just for a moment. In verse number, verse number 34, I feel like the Lord is walking over to situations right even as I speak right now. I feel like the Lord is walking over to businesses, He's walking over to individuals, He's walking over to marriages, He's walking over to finances and He says enough. He's walking over to bodies, He's walking over to minds, He's walking over to spirits and He's saying it's enough. Verse number 34 in John chapter number 11, the Bible says this is a profound scripture in John chapter number 11 because Mary and Martha, they send a word to Jesus, they said, Lord, the one you love is sick. It's interesting for me that they, they don't appeal upon Jesus how holy Lazarus is or how correct Lazarus is or how great Lazarus is or how worthy Lazarus is. They say, no, Lord, the one you love. In other words, Lord, the one you have favored, Lord, the one that you have bestowed your grace upon, the one that you have deemed favored, Lord, that one is sick, that one is in, in your need. That one needs your help, Lord, the one you love. I want to say to you this morning in power, the greatest credentials you have in heaven on earth is not what we will do, nor, nor a list of to-do list of things that we will do for King Jesus. The greatest credential we have on this planet is that the King has voted us in. The King has voted us in, not as an angel, but as a son of God. He came not to bring orphans. He came to bring back the sons and daughters of Father God. As we sit here this morning, we are rightfully heirs of a throne because Jesus said so. Are you with me? And so this morning, I, again, I want you to note this. Lord, the one you, you love, not the one that is perfect, not the one that has got everything well done, not the one that has got everything in place. No, Lord, the one that you love. And Jesus arrives upon the scene in uh, 11, John 11, verse number 34, and He says, where have you laid Him? Where have you laid Him? They said, Lord, come and see. Verse number 35, Jesus wept. Now this might be the short description in your Bible, but it's profound because Jesus wants you to know that He's not out of touch of where you are. Why will, a, why will he weep if he knows the resurrection is going to take place? Why will he weep if he knows that the situation is about to be turned around? Why will he weep unless he understands that he wants you to understand that he is 100% connected with the reality of where you are? Are you with me? He's the God that is present, Emmanuel, God in a man with us. He's the God that's present in my trouble, present in my persecution, present in my pain. He's the God that is with me. Jesus wept, powerful, Jesus wept. He wants you to know that you are not alone. 
You see that there's another spirit walking on this planet. His name is the devil. He is a orphan spirit. He wants to tell you that you are not alone. But I have got news for you today. You are not alone because he's a father to the fatherless. He's a helper to those that need help. He's a comforter to those that need comfort. He's a provider for those that need provision. He is the ever-present God. Come on, can you give him just some praise where you are? And so as I speak to you prophetically this morning, I want you to know just thing is that Jesus says, Jesus wept and then the Jews said, see how we loved him. Then verse number 38. Then Jesus again groaning in himself. Please note that groaning in himself came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of Emmanuel, was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench. Please note that Jesus is not worried about your condition. By this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Then Jesus said to her, that I not say to you that if you would believe, you will see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his head and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me. And I know that you always hear me because of the people who are standing by. I said this, that they may believe that you have sent me. And then we go to verse number 43, the B part. Lazarus, come forth. Next instruction, loose him and let him go. And I'm here this morning to tell you that God is calling your name, that God has called your name and you might have been in a dead situation. You might have been in a dead circumstance. There might have been a Benoni in your life right now where it's been a place of trouble, a place where you're like Rachel, want to name something Benoni where it means that it's a place of trouble or son of the trouble or fruit of the trouble. But I'm here to tell you this morning that it's not Benoni, place of my trouble. It is Benjamin, place of my favor. I'll say it again. The Lazarus was not waiting because he was dead only. He was waiting because favor was about to show up. That that seems like a delayal is not a delayal or denial. It is a delayal for the purposes of God. May I say it again? Oftentimes when things are delayed, it is not denied, but it serves the purpose of the Lord. And so this morning as I sat, stood down there, I felt the Spirit of the Lord say to me, Gebhardt, you have to know that I've set people up for the manifestation of my glory in this hour. And may I prophesy over your life this morning, may you be the Lazarus that hears the word of the Lord. May you be the Lazarus that hears God speaking right into your situation, right into your circumstance, right into that place and says, it is enough, the time has come to an end, come forth. May you know that there's a God that loves you, that is motivated by His love for you. Listen, Jesus didn't die on the cross just for you. He died on the cross as you. You don't need to go to the cross. He's gone to the cross. You don't need to pay the sacrifice. He has been the sacrifice. Sure, we will pay the price, but we can never become the sacrifice. He has been the sacrifice. His victory favored us. Come on, are you guys there? His victory favored us. And so just to keep of the propheticness that I feel in my spirit right now, the Bible says in Isaiah 61 verse number three, to grant those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, 
the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified. I want to encourage you this morning with Luke chapter number 1, verse number 20, uh, verse number 30 that says this, So the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You can put your name right in there. Do not be afraid, John. Do not be afraid, Rebecca. Do not be afraid, Catherine. Listen, for you have found favor with God. No, let me prophesy that again to you. You can put your name right in there if you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. For you, John, you, Rebecca, you, Catherine, you, uh, whatever, you have found favor with the Lord. If I found favor of God, it doesn't matter who has disfavored me. May I be as bold just to say it like this. If God is for you, if God be for you, who can be against you? If God did not spare His own Son but gave Him up for us all, how much more, the Bible says, how much more will He not do all things? If God gave up His Son, how much more in other words, in the, in, the, in the massive sacrifice of Jesus, the Father contests the thought, if I gave you Jesus, how much more will I not do all things? How much more will I not bring the breakthrough? How much more will I not provide the healing? How much more? Come on, are you there? Let me say it like this. I, I want you just to catch this into your spirit because I want to activate you prophetically this morning. You have to know that the giants that comes to our lives so often are there to reveal the King that is inside of you. I'll say it again. The giant, that, the, 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 the King that is inside of you needs the giant to be in front of you. David was anointed by God. He was sent to the sheep. And there as he was sent by the sheep, God needed Goliath to come. Because as Goliath came, the King was revealed. If Goliath never showed up, David would have never arrived. Let me say it like this. There's a difference between the anointed time and the appointed time. It's called the process of God. But your enemy is there to testify that you've been anointed by the Lord. Your enemy has been test is there to testify that God's going to make that cup run over. Why? In the presence of my enemy, my cup runs over. Why? God likes it when the enemy arrives onto the scene and then he intervenes because of your faith. Come on guys, are you over there? No longer the shepherd boy, but now the king. And the king needed the giant. I'll say it again. And it's not just a, a, a clever thought. The, the problem is, is often this, is that in these moments, and I, and I want to I wanna unleash it out of you. In these moments when we go through our trouble, when we go through pain, when we go through a circumstance, we want to make the Rachel mistake. The Rachel mistake is to call it Benoni, son of my trouble. The father corrects it. He says, no, it's not Benoni, it's Benjamin, son of the favor of God. God loves you so much that He will cross His arms to bless you. 
you get the story where God, God, where, 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 Joseph, cro- where Joseph crosses his arms. Remember the story? Oh, where Jacob crosses his arms. Remember? And Joseph says, no, you've made the wrong, you made, you're making a mistake, Dad. Let me correct your arms. This is the, on the right hand is the, is the eldest and then the youngest. But no, he crosses his arms. Why? Because the Father knows where the favor rests. As you sit here this morning, I want you to know that the Father crosses his arms for you. To announce you favored by the Lord. I understand that sometimes it doesn't look like it. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. But I promise you, if the devil knew that through the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people will call Jesus Christ Lord and Savior. If he knew that, he would have stopped everybody trying to get Jesus to a cross. The enemy does not know how God can change and shift a situation to promote his kingdom, his children and his promises. I'll say it again. The devil does not have the future. He only has now. But you have the future. It is living inside of you. The book of Ecclesiastes says, Eternity dwells within me. Come on, hallelujah. We serve the God as omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent. When the word goes out over your life, then illumination comes. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Next guy into the scene, the devil. Why? He's heard the voice of God. The voice of God determines identity in heaven and on earth. This is my beloved son, present tense. Jesus done absolutely nothing good or bad. This is my beloved son. I'm here to tell you this morning, you don't need to do something good or bad. You only need to receive the one that sits at the right hand of the Father and He Himself is good. Jesus was posed the question and says, Lord, what must I do to be good? Jesus says, you can't ask that question. There's only one that is good. His name is the Father. I want to declare to you this morning that you can't be good because you keep certain style of rules or certain style of uh, a to-do list. No, we are, we are accepted because of Jesus. Oh, no. You've been invited to the owner of the household because of Jesus. Let me say it like this, when I, if my children invite other children to come to my house, they can enter my house because they were invited by the children. Are you there? They, they get invited by the children and because they're invited by the children, they get handled or treated like the children. They drink the same water, they enjoy the same roof, they get the same supplies. Why? They have an invitation from the children. The children were born right and then therefore they made the invitation, right? Take it to Jesus. Jesus is born right. He makes the invitation to you. You and I can enter the household of God. John chapter number one, verse number 12. Why? The son made the invitation. Now we can enjoy the favor and the goodness of God. Why? The son made the invitation. We accepted the invitation. Now we are with the son. So why is the Father good for us? Why does the Father love you? Because of Jesus. Why does the Father want to give you favor? Because of Jesus. Why does the Father want to heal you? Because of Jesus. Why does the Father want to bless you? Because of Jesus. Everything is because Jesus chose you. Oh, come on, you can shout out. 
I've got good news for you. If you were not chosen by a coach to heavens with that coach, Jesus chose you. You might have not been chosen by a spouse, Jesus chose you. You might have not been chosen by your father or your mother, but Jesus still voted you in. And if the Son of God voted you in, and He's the highest authority in heaven and on earth, then there's no devil and there's no spirit and there's no person that can vote you out when He's voted you in. Oh, do I have somebody that says to me, favor has found me because of Jesus. Oh, come on, give Jesus a mighty shout of praise. Listen, favor has found you because of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Favor is for me because of Jesus. I am favored over the facts. Let me say it again. I am favored over the facts. The facts is the fire is getting hotter. The favor is the fourth man is about to appear in the fire. The facts is that there's that there is a whole army breathing down on us. The favor is that the Red Sea is about to go open. The facts is that you find yourself at the bottom of a pit with a heart full of dreams. The favor is you're going to get out of that pit and you're going to go to the palace. The facts is that you may sit in the lion's den and lions is all around you. The fact, the favor is the God that calls himself the lion of the tribe of Judah will shut up every lion and the next day you'll become an advisor to four kings. The facts is that I in the tomb. The favor is that the third day is coming. The facts may be that day one, day two, day three, they put me into the tomb. The favor is day four is coming when Jesus is about to show up. The facts is that this life has maybe wasted me. I've been a harlot, I've been a prostitute. The favor is that I'm gonna break my alabaster jar and I'm gonna be changed from the inside out. I'm telling you the truth. You are favored over the facts. Let's take it even one notch up more supernatural. The facts may be that you owe somebody something. The favor says you can go and fish and inside of that fish is a four drachma coin that will pay the temple tax for me and for you. Oh, hallelujah. Is there somebody here that believes that you're favored over the facts? And you can ask me this morning the question and thank you for asking, what is favor? It means enablement. You are empowered over the facts. Because what is grace? It's empowerment. You've been empowered over the facts. Unfortunately, He does often allow the fire to get hotter. Because He's about to show up. May God come and interrupt your story this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. May God come and inter interrupt the narrative of whatever situation you find yourself. May God come and interrupt that story right now. May that sickness disappear. May that trepidation leave. May that obstacle go right now. May that no become a yes. May that trouble in your family fall away. The sound of what I'm saying. May God come and interrupt your story. I, the last time I checked, He's the beginning and He's the end. He's the author and the finisher. He's the, he is 
everything in between. So let the devil not put a full stop where God puts commas. This morning, 1 Samuel 30, I'll end of this. 1 Samuel 30 verse number 6. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Have you ever stood for something you believed in and it feels like you're dying? The, the promise will often cross you because it's called a cross. Nobody can carry a cross for you, only you can. But here's the awesomeness about it. Whatever He calls you to, He empowers you to. He will never lead you beyond what you can bear. He's the God that can. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stunning. Each one was bitter in his spirit because of his sons and his daughters. But David found strength in the Lord, his God. What am I saying to you this morning in power? Very, very simple. You are favored over the facts. And you might have experienced your ziklag. I'm telling you, ziklag is not the final, final, final portion of your story. There's something much more powerful. And that is that Jerusalem is coming. David needed his ziklag for him to become king. Or he, let me re reword myself there. David needed his ziklag to go to Jerusalem. It's part of the story. It was not the final story. I want to encourage you lastly just to, again today and to say this. Lord Jesus, the one you love is in need of you. See, if I'm rooted and grounded in love, I cannot allow the voice of the orphan to speak to me. If I'm rooted and grounded in love, even though I don't see it, even though I don't see it, I believe it. Even though I don't see it, I trust Him. That's why we sing that song. Even when I don't see it. You with me? Why do we sing that? Because it's not by sight. It's by faith. It's by faith. It's not by sight, it's by faith. If it was by sight, you don't need God. But because it is not by sight, but by faith, you need Him. I'll leave you with a thought. The reason why Jesus puts a child right in the middle of the disciples when they ask Him, what must we do to be great? It's because Jesus says greatness looks like dependency. If you want to be great in my kingdom, become like a child. Become dependent. When you are dependent upon me, I can supply you. You believe you can do it by yourself? I can't help you. And so this morning, I want us to action it. I want us to send, let me reword it like this. I want us to, the action of faith. To say to the Lord, Lord, we're dependent upon you. Fully. Wholeheartedly.
with everything that's within us. Jesus, we don't want to do this life with our own strength. We don't want to try to solve it by our own because quite frankly, we can't. But you know what we can? You can rely on the love of God that through Christ Jesus was displayed for you. And you can say, I am the one that Jesus loves. Are you there? There's a confidence that comes. There's a confidence that comes when you know somebody loves you. Come on guys, are you, are you there? There's a confidence that comes when somebody loves you. Yesterday I was, was taking, I'll, I'll leave this thought and then I want you to jump up because I want to activate this. You see, what the devil wants to do, he wants to, he's a speaking spirit, he speaks. Just talks. It's Goliath, like Goliath, that Tobias spirit, that Sanballat spirit, they just want to talk to you. They want to talk you into defeat. They want to talk you into losing long before you've lost. That's what Sanballat and Tobias spirits do in Goliaths. They talk. They say you can't do it. They say it is, this is impossible. They say it cannot happen. And so what happens with the Israelites is the Sabbath, same that happens with many people. They lose sight. They lose focus. They, they lose sight of who they are. And then on the 40th day, David needed to show up to say, hey, who are you? I'm going to take that. I'm going to take your head off today. And he says, I'm going to take it off by your sword. In other words, the same circumstance of your cause, we're going to use it against you. Are you there? That's why the Bible says, and I'll close with this. This is why the Bible says, and then I'll tell you a story. This is why the Bible says, Hebrews 4.12, the word of the Lord is a double-edged sword. The word double-edged is a Greek word, dichstomos. D means two, stomos means mouth. In other words, the word of the Lord is what the Lord has said. So what did God say? That's your question. Because whatever He said, you must say. Because when you say what He has said, it cuts through anything. That's when heaven and earth comes into agreement. And everything responds because He said. It's not because you say, it's because He says. You say what He says. It's like Simon says. That story, you know what I'm talking about. What does Simon say? We don't care what Simon says, we care what God says. Because what God says will come to pass. I want to leave a last thought with you this morning and then I'm going to activate you. Yesterday as I was spending some time with my, with my youngest daughter, she was just out of, she was playing and I was sitting and as I was watching her playing, every now and again she'll glance over just to see if I'm present. As she was enjoying herself, as she was enjoying just life, I was watching her. I want you to know this morning same with you. As you are enjoying life and doing life, you have a Father that watches you. And the same as for her, the same for you. As long as the Father is present, there's protection. As long as the Father is present, there's the source. As long as the Father is present, there is the provision. The Father must be present. Your conference comes in the Father's presence. So this morning again in Power Church, I want to encourage you, find confidence in the Lord your God. And say, and say, because He's present, I have confidence. I want us this morning in this few minutes that we have left, I want us to stand just for a moment. Can I, can I ask everybody to stand? And 
I want us to take 10 seconds, 30 seconds even. And I want us, I want you to ask yourself the question, what do you want to see in your life? In other words, what are you trusting God for? What do you want to see? And I want to go back to my scripture that I started off this sermon with this morning. Why am I asking you that question? Very, very simply, and I'm closing. To grant those who mourn in Zion to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified. This morning, the Lord wants to change the narrative of your story. Come on, are you with me? But your mouth needs to agree with Him. Because whatever comes out of your mouth comes from your heart. Are you there? I want all the eyes closed in the building. And everybody online as well, all the hundreds of people that are online, I want you to do the same. Right there we are. I want you to speak to the Father. Because Jesus said, and I just proven it to you in John 11. He says, Father, as you've heard me, Pastor. For 30 seconds, I want you to ask the Lord. Say, Lord, I want to see this and name it to God. Come on, one, two, three. Come on, let's talk to the Lord. Come on, talk to the Lord. Say it out loud this morning. Come on, declare, your, declare what you want to declare. Speak to your Father which art in heaven. Declare it. Declare it. Declare it. Make it known. Make it known. Make it known. Make it known. Make it known this morning. Zabrosh the Rabakarabian, the Rabian, 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 the Come on, just for a few more seconds, just make it now. Father, right now, in the precious name of Jesus the Christ, Lord, thank you that, Lord, as the people make it known this morning, thank you, Father, that we can agree with every single person this morning in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you, Lord, where two or more agree, it shall be done by our Father which art in heaven. And Lord, this morning, I pray with every person, every prayer that is now being released, every prophetic decree that is now being released, we thank you, God, so it shall be in this day in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I thank you that chains break. I thank you that prison cells shatter open. I thank you that circumstances shift right now as we declare the word of the Lord. And Father, we thank you, Lord, in this moment, in this time, in this hour, right now, that we can declare your word to be alive and your word to be well and your word to be true in Jesus' name. I want you just to pray with me the simple prayer in power. Say, Father God, I thank you that right now I can put my mouth with the mouth of the Lord. And as I put my mouth with the mouth of the Lord, I thank you, God, that my circumstance, that the event, that the condition shifts right now, shifts right now in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you, Lord. I am ready to testify of the goodness of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Come on, let's just give Jesus. A loud, massive praise. Come on, give him some praise like free people.
And so this morning as, as part of that, I want you just to take your seats just for a moment. I just want us to, to go into two things together this morning. Um, this morning we of course have the, have the privilege and just to take again, last week Sunday I was in Cape Town as you would know the morning and Shannon was here with you as uh, she preached the word of the Lord. Um, and as we were in Cape Town next week, last week Sunday, we, we started to put structure there more and we re- released certain leaders there. We released associate pastors in Cape Town. We released um, leaders in Cape Town. And so today here in Pretoria, I have the same privilege just to recognize where the hand of the Lord is, to recognize what God is doing in people. And as I say that, I want you to know that here in Empower Church, we don't lay hands on any person hastily. The Bible's declare actually tells us, do not lay hands on any man hastily. The Bible says, take your time. Let their character be proven. Are you there? And so when we lay hands, we, we, we mean what we do and we, we do what we mean. Amen. And so this morning, it is a joy for me um, to celebrate two, well, one couple and one young, young, younger man. Um, not that young anymore, but younger, man. And uh, it's an honor to, to release people into their destinies, to release people into what God has for them. And so I want, I want to ask um, the pastors to join me onto the stage. And what we want to do right now, church, we just want to anoint, uh, anoint them. And first and foremost, we want to anoint Rehard this morning. Um, and Rehard now. And as he comes to the stage, won't you honor him? Come on, why don't you just give him a God bless you as he comes. And we want to anoint Rehard this morning as the student leader. Amen. Rehard has served in this house well. And uh, he's been a servant of this church, a servant of us as a couple. And he's just been a servant all, all, all the way through. And we want to honor him this morning. We recognize the gift that is inside of him. We recognize the gift that is upon him. So I want the church, can we do this corporately? Won't everybody stand for me, please? I want us to understand the holiness of what we're busy doing. We're not just anointing people. We are appointing people into their destinies according to how God tasked them. Amen. And so this morning, can you guys just put hands on Rehard? Father, I want to thank you. Just of the anointing oil, Father. Lord, I pray in this day in the precious, mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you as a leadership, Lord, as we place our hands upon Rehard this morning. Lord, we recognize the gift that he is to the body of Christ. We recognize this morning, Lord, Lord, that he's been called. And Father, I want to pray as the anointing comes upon him, that you'll seal him off in the beginning and at the backside, in his front and in his back, on his top and at his feet. Father, I want to pray in this morning that the favor of the Lord will start to rest upon him heavily so. Father, I want to pray that a fresh anointing will come upon him, an anointing that he has not known before. Father, I want to pray that he will see and will hear the voice of God clearly. Lastly, Father, I want to pray that his heart for the sheep will be evident. And Lord, I want to charge him with these words. Love God's people and love them well. Shepherd God's people and shepherd God's people well. Be of one of those leaders that leaves the 99 and go for the one. And so I charge you with the words of Jesus the Christ. I charge you with those same words. Love the lambs. Love the sheep. 
as you love the Lord your God. He is the chief shepherd looking unto us and looking what we are doing. And so, Father, I anoint him as you've delegated authority unto us. So we delegate responsibility unto him in Jesus' mighty name. And I thank you, Father, that this is done by the anointing this morning. This is done by fresh fire that can come upon him, a fresh and anew in this day. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Lord, I thank you for the fresh anointing in Jesus Christ's name. Come on, won't you just praise the Lord? And, and so this morning as well, about a couple of months ago, about nine months ago, eight, nine months ago, um, a beautiful couple, Jamie and Wade, joined us from Ebenezer International. And I think you will know the name Ebenezer. It is a church that is headed up by Apostle Neville Goldman and Pastor Roji and Pastor Brenton. And you mentioned, and also part of the service this morning is Pastor Anton Hutton here from Ebenezer. Won't you just honor him? We invite you to the stage with us. And what we want to do this morning, we want to anoint Jamie and Wade. Wade and Jamie as youth, as young adult pastors. Won't you give them a hand as they come? And um, maybe you guys can just come and stand here. And as we anoint them this morning as young adult pastors of Empowered Church, what is very significant about this day is that they are the youngest couple between the family of churches that ever goes to this title of pastor. And so, come on, won't you just, amen. And so, Father, don't you just hold hands, guys? Hold Pastor Anton, come. Father, I want to thank you. Can everybody stretch out your hands, please? It's the holy things that we are busy doing. We are equipping the people as we are tasked the leaders. Father, I want to thank you that in this day, by the name of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God, I want to thank you, Father, before I lay my hands upon this son and this daughter. Father, I want to thank you, Lord, that you have chosen them long before they've chosen themselves. And Father, this morning I want to pray in the precious mighty name of Jesus that in this state that the anointing shall come upon them in a fresh way, in a fresh dynamic like they've never had it before. I want to pray, Jesus, that you'll favor them in areas and in circumstances that they've never been favored. Father, I want to pray with the both of them this morning that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ as the ascension gift rests upon them today in a new way in the, as pastors of young adults in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, I want to charge them with the same responsibility that you love the Lord's people. Father, I want to pray that the spirit of love, Romans 5, 5, comes upon them through which they can love your people well and thoroughly. Father, I want to pray that as they are reporting to the great chief shepherd, as we all will do, Father, I pray that they will go after the one that leaves the 99 and that they will be good shepherds in this state. Father, we celebrate them. We celebrate the fathering that happened through Ebenezer Church. We celebrate that they are now part of this family, Empowered Church. And we celebrate the fact, Lord, that you've anointed them and appointed them for a time such as this. 
And so, Lord, I thank you as we recognize as a leadership the grace gift that is upon their lives. Lord, I pray that you'll usher them into a higher, a higher dimension, a higher level of grace and authority that they've never been in before in Jesus' mighty name. And so I declare the word of the Lord over you. You shall be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. And in all your ways, you shall prosper. And as a sign of this, there'll be fruit to come for the both of you. And you can celebrate the fruit that is about to come to you. For I will bless you. Yes, I will. I will bless your womb. I will bless your body. And you will know this will be a sign unto my goodness and my favor that rests upon your life. Never will the enemy's task or patterns ever be repeated of your life. For it ceases of you in this day. In Jesus' name. And I make a covenant of health. I make a covenant of wealth, says the Lord. And so be it known in this day that it's a new day it is a fresh day in jesus mighty name we thank you for the anointing father that comes upon them a fresh and a new in jesus christ's name we pray come on won't you just give them some praise and um Richard, come thank you Simonai. and this reads this morning for the guys that they want to take photos and are looking online, it says, Rechard now releasing the capacity of student leader of Empower Church. This is confirmed by the leadership of Empower Church by the anointing, blessing, prayer, and laying of hands publicly on this Sunday, the 20th of August 2023. Amen. This reads, Wade and Jamie Mueller, released in the capacity as young adult pastors of Empowered Church. This is confirmed by the leadership of Empowered Church, by the anointing, blessing, prayer, and laying of hands publicly on Sunday, 20th of August, 2023. Amen. I want to ask the leaders just to stand in a circle around them. I want us just to hold hands. I want the whole church just to stretch out hands just for this final prayer, please. Father, we thank you, Lord, as leaders that have been placed and positioned by Christ. Father, we can encircle, Lord, Wade and Jamie and Rechard this morning and they call. Father, as leaders that has been seasoned for a season of time, we thank you, Father, that we can hedge them in on every side. But Father, we thank you that we can hedge in their destiny, hedge in their call, hedging their purpose in this day in Jesus' name. And we declare over you, you shall be successful. You shall advance the work of the Lord. You will not fail. We declare over you, you will be a success. We declare over you that we are with you. We declare over you that the work of your hands shall be fruitful. And we declare over you that Jesus Christ has selected you. We confirm this. We affirm this publicly in Jesus' mighty name. And as this circle is closed around you, so it is in the spirit. There's no, no alley, no back way, and no gap for the devil. And so, Father, we stand as one, agreeing as one over their lives in this day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Come on, Empower, won't you just celebrate them? Bless you guys. Come on, let's celebrate family. Come on, come on, lift up those voices, celebrate your people.
It's awesome to see what God is busy doing. Amen? Amen. Come on. The breakthrough is, I tell you, as you exit this door today, the breakthrough is waiting for you on the other side already. Thank you to the pastors. Why don't you give them a hand as they, they go. Two more things from my side as Pastor Stefan comes. You would have seen as you, as you came in this morning, uh, have you seen the minor hall on the side of the minor hall? You will see that there's some construction work already busy happening. You can take your seats just for a moment quickly. Everybody, thank you. We're almost done. I want to encourage you if you have, uh, if you walked into the western side of the church, you would have seen construction on the outside of the minor hall. And tomorrow morning, save me tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, the construction starts of the expansion of the minor hall for the children. Come on, let's give Jesus just some praise. I'm very happy about that. And uh, then also just from my side, I want to encourage you, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to spend the time together in prayer. Six o'clock Tuesday, six o'clock Wednesday, six o'clock Thursday. Please come and pray with me. Is that okay? Come and pray with me. And before Pastor Stephen just takes up the tithes and offerings, uh, I want to encourage you this morning, give into the children project. Give into the children's project um, so that we can do this quickly. And uh, I, I've got faith in God that we will wrap this up within a month and get it done even quicker than that. And then last from my side, these books are available again. I'll be there in the foyer for those that want them. His voice, my prophetic book. Uh, then the book is Fear Will Fall. And then how to, how to Step Into Your Destiny. Something I want everybody to read. Amen. Before we take up the tithes and offerings, I just want you to lift your hands. Quickly, there we are. Father, I want to speak over my people as I see in the Spirit. I thank you, Lord, that you've positioned them for favor in this day. I thank you that every person in this place and connected to this church shall be favored. Nobody, nobody will be unfavored by the Lord. Lord, I pray that your favor will rest upon my people in Jesus' mighty name. Give them rest from their enemies. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, just drink that in just for 30 seconds. Just drink in that rest. I want to encourage you lastly, Pastor Stephen, you can come. I want to encourage you today. Come and be with me tonight, five o'clock. We're going to have an awesome time in the presence of the Lord. There we are. Just love the Lamb. Come on, just, just say to Him, Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you.